Hello, and welcome to You Philosopher. Today I just wanted to do a bit of a special edition because my mind was kind of blown, and, and in fact I'm actually a bit upset about it, but I'm going to <clears throat> try to remain objective. But it seemed like something that was definitely worth talk about, talking about, pretty topical, which is simply this. Um, so very recently on Fox and Friends, the uh, television show uh, uh, showed the dropping of the Moab bomb right on this ISIS compound. And so this is important. So they weren't just covering the dropping of the bomb, which uh, arguably killed some 90 people. Um, they, they actually show the visual of this bomb being dropped. And then it's not just a visual of the bomb being dropped. It's also showing uh, kind of coming down from the top like this devastation you're not kind of you're not just getting this distant mushroom cloud right you're seeing this devastation though of course you're too far away and to, to like see any like individual person be killed who, who would likely be in, 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 a, in, a, in a cavern anyways but they they show the video of it while playing a song uh toby keith song and that's singing about basically you know praising uh, the American ideals and the Statue of Liberty, so on and so forth. So you have this kind of really very, I guess, arguably patriotic moment in which we're watching this drum, bomb, uh, drum hit, bomb, drop, and hit. And then uh, whilst music, patriotic music is playing in the background. And in, in after this, uh, Geraldo Rivera, in speaking with other uh, 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 pundits there on Fox and Friends, said, to quote, one of my favorite things in the 16 years I've been here at Fox News is watching bombs drop on bad guys. So I just want to put a pin on that because part of what's topically like pop culture interesting about this is the fact that um, John Oliver, who's making a bit of a, of a name uh, for himself and being a pretty scathing critic, uh, you know, showed this and said of uh, Mr. Rivera, um, Oh, that's a coincidence because one of my favorite things in the four seasons on this show is getting to look directly into the camera and say, F you, Geraldo, I hope your mustache gets caught in a box fan. Um, and then uh, Mr. Rivera responded on Twitter to hashtag John Oliver, hashtag Moab, killed 90 plus, hashtag ISIS, remember them, question mark, baby killing terrorists, throat cutting savages who rape and burn religious minorities, question mark. So... Obviously, there's a fair amount to discuss there, but I want to be kind of short about it because I think the thing that hasn't been discussed by, by uh, Mr. Oliver or uh, Mr. Rivera is of, of grave and really kind of depressing import. Um, of course, we can level criticism at both for a series of reasons. Obviously, you know, uh, I think Mr. Oliver sometimes makes it harder to make his case to people, say, who are more conservative by virtue of, like, say, the kinds of language that he uses and that... The, the kind of aggressive um, dialectic. Now, having said that, if I was Mr. Oliver, I'd respond to me like, well, Nick, I mean, you see the president has used colorful language and been very aggressive and that doesn't seem to bother conservatives. But even so, I know that there definitely are people out there who would be bothered by the use of the F word and would then thusly be less likely to listen to his argument. And having said that, it does seem like Mr. Oliver uh, is often trying pretty hard to look out for the welfare of people who cannot speak for themselves. And to his credit, having seen, you know, uh, Mr. Rivera, you know, on TV get in nasty fights with uh, 
Bill O'Reilly, I've seen Mr. Rivera try to take people to task for being intolerant and you know, he seems honestly often concerned about, as he, he states in his, his tweet, uh, about you know minorities and treatment of religious minorities, etc. So the the easy kind of catch is to ding Mr. Rivera for talking about how much he likes watching bombs dropped on people. But I want to move away from that and just look at the actual idea of the video itself, because for me, watching it was horrifying. So just to be personal, it was it was horrifying because I didn't feel a strong sense of patriotism, because for me, it's really, really hard to feel patriotic when I'm literally watching people die at the moment. And that's not to say that there aren't times when and this is beyond the scope of this conversation where warfare might be necessary. We have to save lives, et cetera, et cetera, a whole nother conversation. But if I'm watching people actually die, I'm not feeling particularly good. And it was weird to see that video and go, I just saw 90 people die. And it becomes, for me, uncomfortable because it's like watching a snuff film or something. Like you, you literally like, hey, let's go ahead and watch that video again where we're seeing people not depicted in the media, like actual, that's their actual death moment. There you go. And it was hard, you know, it, it's always hard, I think, if we're honest with ourselves to see those kinds of moments. And it was made especially weird because it had this like really kind of grandiose song playing in the background. And like, I just now these, these might be 90 terrible people. Fair enough. But I still just watched 90 people die. So it's, it's akin to like going and watching hangings. Um, and it, it does, again, you might, we might respond with, well, Nick, I mean, people go to see executions because it helps them feel better. And, and it comes they, they, uh, they are more at ease knowing that they've actually seen the person who, you know, killed members of their own family die. And I'm not even going to speak to that because in all honesty, it's too personal. I, I will speak to, it is a little bit different when you tell people that they can come and they feel some need for closure. And it's a private event that only specific people can come to. A public hanging is a very different thing to, you know, bring your picnic baskets and your children to watch someone hang is not the same thing as someone who feels the need to see this execution because they know that they no longer have to live in fear or something along those lines. So watching this bomb, this wasn't, okay, hey, by the way, those there, there isn't warning like those of you who um, are somehow traumatized by watching other people die on daytime television you might want to turn away from for a moment. It just simply just happened. It was just there and it was done and we were just supposed to appreciate it and we were supposed to feel patriotic and we were supposed to applaud. And then of course, Mr. Rivera adds to that, well, isn't it nice to see? Well, whether or not it was necessary is an entirely different issue. But what I think is of import here is the realization that whether or not um, the actual killing is necessary is kind of a secondary issue. In other words, for the most part here in the United States, we've kind of come to the, uh, to, to the consensus that killing people under certain circumstances is necessary. And again, that's a whole different kind of philosophical argument. Maybe it is that, you know, it is specifically to save innocent lives, right? That we believe it's wrong to kill innocent people and when necessary to protect those lives or to gain justice it is then permissible to kill those who have done harm or 
and this seems to be our major kind of agreement, they're going to or potentially could do more. So the dropping of the bomb itself is not at, at issue here. What I think is honestly at issue is, is if we think about why we believe we should drop bombs like that, why we believe we should kill killers, you know, as, as, as Mr. Rivera says, right, baby killing terrorists, throat cutting savages, etc. Why do we think it's okay? Well, we think it's okay because these people killed innocents, but not just because they killed innocents, right? We generally don't think it's okay to drop bombs on people who accidentally kill an innocent person, right? If you're driving and you're not speeding and you're not doing anything wrong and something happens with your car and you hit someone else and you kill everyone in the other car and all of them are innocent children, we still don't think that you should be executed because the problem with people who we think should die is one, they continue to be a danger and, and or two, what they did was horrendous, not just because they killed innocent people, but because they enjoyed it. And that's a key component that I just think we're kind of ignoring here in this whole conversation, which is simply the fact that what we are be, kind of being told we can do is enjoy the deaths. And that's exactly the thing that makes murder something we generally think of as evil or whatever that means as wrong. That it's not just that they kill people, it's that they enjoy killing people. What makes Stalin especially heinous? What makes Hitler especially heinous? What makes murderers of, of these kinds of serial, serial killer genocidal stripes so especially bad is the fact that they killed lots of people, yes, and the fact that they seem to enjoy it, that it's a pleasurable experience for them to see other people harmed. So by my lights, my major concern is, is that what I just saw on the news and what no one's really talking about is there's this idea that not just that I should be relieved to know that there's fewer terrorists in the world, not that I should um, you know, feel proud of my country for taking steps to end terrorism, uh, not that I, I should feel maybe a little bit safer, right? I'm not being told just those things. I'm also being told, hey, you should watch this and enjoy it because this time it's okay to enjoy it. Whereas normally, Nick, you're not allowed to enjoy other people's deaths because that makes you a villain because they're villains. Now it's okay. Have a little bit of fun with it. And that seems to be a very thin line between what we believe we're doing out of some sort of necessity and what we believe the bad guys are doing and why we think we should be stopping them. Because if we can agree that uh, both groups are killing people and we can kind of argue about the issue of innocence between both groups, the one thing it seems unquestionably the case is supposedly the dividing factor is the fact we don't enjoy it. That they're doing it for some sort of pleasurable and selfish aim. Right? The Hitlers of the world and the Stalins of the world right, are doing it for some sort of selfish, pleasurable aim. We're doing it only out of necessity, only however much is necessary. And as soon as we start just kind of watching these things for fun, what's the difference between us and someone who puts on... Um, a snuff film just to enjoy watching someone else die. 
and then saying, well, ah, but this one, this one was a bad guy. So now it's okay for me to enjoy that suffering and death. How far am I really from being a villain? From being the very thing for the very reason that I believe makes them worthy of punishment. So with that, I hope you enjoy watching the news.